0: I want to start with a ben the Ben Benishchay. The Benishchay writes a Merde Kazach. Look, the Ailing Benishchay as follows: He says in his Parshas verse if you want to look this up, look the Ailing There are three Hanas in the world. There are three benefits. Hanor. There are three types of Hanor that exist on planet Earth. As I state, the Ailing Benishchay. One of them. Is a and shtiyah. Eating, drinking, pretty standard, normal hana that most people enjoy, that most people have. That's a hanah number one. Hana number two is the hanah of reyach, of smell. And the hanah number three is the hanah of re'ia, of sight. These are the three types of hana that a human being can have and gets benefit from that is eating and drinking, smell, and sight. That's what ben points out. He then continues to say that in this world, in the world that we live in, down here, the main hanor that we have is the hanor of a khila Eating and drinking. That is the general hanor that a human being in this world, the main hanor that a person has is simple, physical, eating and drinking a good steak, good restaurant, a good coffee, it's Kishmak, eating and drinking. Achilu is the Hanor in this world. Continues the Ben However, in the next world there are two stages. Okay, Reboi, so we're letting you into the secret of what happens in the next world. There are two stages says the Ben Chai, of the next world. Stage number one is the Hanor of Reach, of smell. And stage number two, which is a higher level than that, is the Hanor from reia from sight explains the ben Chai. if you ever wondered, and I wonder how many people even thought about this, says the Ben-Ishchai, you ever wondered, how on your face, the lowest is your mouth, higher goes the nose, and higher than that goes the eyes. It says the ben Chai. that's the order of Hanah that we have. The lowest hanah in this world is your mouth, because that's of Vishtiyah. Higher than that in the next world is the nose, because that's Reach. And higher than that, the highest is the eyes, the rei, the sight. That's why you state the benish chai pshat why the rabbanim created your face in the way that he did as well. However, there's a gemara. There's a gemara in Brochus mem Gimlam, and the gemara says minayin levorchem How do we know? That when you smell something, you make a bracha on it. Where, where do we get this from? I understand if I eat something, I have to make a bracha because I'm having a lot. And the Gemara says, if it's being nanema oilema zebeloi bracha, you're ke- kavyachal stealing from the Ravonish aloilam. Because it's the Ravonish aloilam's world, the Ravonish aloilam's food, and if you are eating an item of food without making a bracha, shen yir But how do I know the Sadiq applies to a smell? It's not a physical thing, it's not tangible. I can't touch it. So I how to make a bracha? And the Gemara asked the Kasha, and the Gemara says from the Pesach that we say every day, Kol ha Neshama ta Halel Kol. Kol ha Says the Gemara, <speaking in Hebrew> What is the only thing that the Neshama gets hanah, but the body gets no hanah? That's reach, that smell. When you smell something, your body physically gets no actual hanah but the neshama that you have actually gets hanav, which is interesting because there's a Moteke Moresho over there, which we're not going to go into, and he says, I don't understand. Doesn't an animal smell? And if an animal smells, an animal doesn't have a neshama, so, how could the Gemara tell us, the Marshal, that the Neshama gets Hana when you smell something, if an animal smells something and seems to be okay with that? So, whatever it is, the, the, uh, the Marshal has a bunch of Tiwudsum over there, and he says that of other he smells because that's one of the senses, but he doesn't get Hana from it. And that Hana can sometimes stay with a person for a long time. So, I want to spend a few minutes, maybe today and tomorrow, to discuss the Indian of Bilcha Sareach, the Indian of smelling. I'll give you an example. The Holy Master Kasha. Are you allowed to go along and smell coffee? Fresh ground Gishmak coffee. Grind it around and around. You open it up. Ah, Gishmak. Or when you open the the, the seal of a new coffee jar, what's the first thing everybody does? Ah, Gishmak. Or let's say another example. And let's say, for example, fresh bread. Walk into a bakery. Ah, Gishmak. Fresh bread. Right? Are you allowed to smell that? What about an esrug, what about an apple? All these sorts of shailas that could come in. Number one, are you allowed to smell them? Number two, what bracha do you make if you do smell them? Okay, that's the shaila. What? One second, we're going to get to it. That's the shailas of today. So let's begin, Rabbi, like this. The bracha saray, the bracha on smell, whenever we're going to discuss it, is make like every other bracha, Over Ovelasiyasun means before you smell it, you make the bracha. Because like every mitzvah, like every halacha, like every hanor, before you make, before you eat it, before you enjoy it, you make a bracha. The, the um, Kafachayim asks the following kasha. The Kafachayim asks, what happens if I don't know if it has a smell? It's Gay, by the way, by Havdalah, if I'm not sure if this b'somim actually smells. It's like an old thing, whatever, it's a tree, it's a plant. I'm not, you know, I'm not my regular b'somim with the, with the regular things that I have. What do I do? I don't know if it smells. I'm going to make a bracha and then... It doesn't smell? We're going to have to go run around to find the smell because I'm in I have a hefsuk? So the Kafachayim has a Gewaldige Chidish that he tines that you're allowed to smell it to test it out. Just like you're allowed to taste food before making a brocha if you want to see if it's got enough salt, if you see if it's good enough, whatever. So too would you be allowed to do the same thing with smell. You're allowed to smell it to test, if it's actually got a smell. That is the Kafachayim's Gewaldige heta. Next, do we make a brocha on a smell? Zevi. What are you tying up? Do you make a bracha chloina? Yeah. Why not? Because what? What's the difference? I make a bracha before, so what's the difference? The body doesn't have an The Neshama does. <laughs> See, when you don't make a bracha chloina, something the Neshama has an offering. That's interesting. The food we're getting we're getting a bit warmer over here. What? Okay. No, so I'm thinking how good the smell was. Thank the Rabbani Shalom So the Arikah Chovetz Chaim, the Mishabur, discusses the Shil and Meishut Zayn and he says, you know why? Because there's no she'ir. The din of a bracha Chorayna is only when you eat the she'ir of the food. There's no she'ir. of am not. Of smelling. That's how it goes. Okay? So, those are the kolalim. Let's go now into the halacha Okay? There's a lot of interesting shilas. I know, we're not, not going to get to all of them today. But I'm just going to give you some of the hagdomas today. And tomorrow we'll get to some of the other shilas as well. Let's start with an easy one. Fruit. Okay? You take an apple. You take an orange. You take whatever it is. Take some grapes, some strawberries. Kavaldik. So what do you do? Raise to Zion. See base. What's the halacha? You take the food, and what bracha do you make? No, oh, no, very good. It's kavaldig. It's beautiful. I'm going to say, in, you know, I'm going to say it by like my havorah. I'm not saying reyach toiv Okay, if someone if you ask you, you're being mishabech. The rabbi nishronim for putting a beautiful smell into paris. So therefore, paskin the shulchan that if you take an apple, you take a strawberry, you take a grape, whatever it is, and you, ah, gishmak, nice smell, you make a brocha, noisen, rare, toy, It's not only a shulchan aruch, right, and to base, it's also the baratanian shulchan aruch, the the also paskins that way. Comes along the Chazanish. And the Chazanish says, and this is in Laman hey Sip hay Sip hey. hay he says, no, you don't make a brocha. But Rabbi Chazanish, there's a shulchan aruch over here. You can't just argue with the Shulchanoruch. So the Chazanish says, no, I'll tell you, P'sha. Because the fruit Look. that you're buying to eat is not made to smell. It's not meyuchad l'reyach. And therefore, if it's not made to smell, they don't produce it and sell it, and you buy it for that purpose, Zog the Chazanish, you can't make a brocher on that. You're buying the apple to eat, I give you smelling it. That's not my yuchat for smelling. Zulch the you would not make a bracha on there. meiser rabbi Yashiv and Reb Shloy Mezalman and they said what do you do? Why can't you smell it? Because it's not my yuchat for smelling there if you can't make a bracha on it. Now Makash is say if we're saying Shulchan Aruch Burr rabbi Yashiv rabbi Shlomo Zalman, all say that you make a bracha on it when was the last time someone saw someone do this? Well, I want to ask what I A serious question. When was the last time anyone in this room ever saw a person taking an apple or a peach or a pear or whatever it is and making a bracha? Please raise your hands. The last time in the last five years you ever saw anyone do that. Yeah. Really? That's shvach, by the way. You're not a raya. You're not a raya. I know where you live. It's not a raya. Huh? Ah, okay. <laughs> ah, okay. You did, yeah? That's something else. That's, I, I don't know if you're allowed to smell that. We'll talk about that. That could be making a mistake that we'll get to. I'm talking about an apple, with a peach, with a pear. Strawberry, before you eat it, it makes a bracha on it. Right? It's, you saw someone before they eat it, they make a bracha on it, right? Now we'll get to that. I'll do my fruits. Huh? Ah, it was made for smell. No, yeah, that's something else. I'm talking about an apple. So what's pshat why people don't do it? Simcha, what's pshat? Tully, what's cha? Why don't people do it? Answer On number one, Rabbi Yisai, is the Chazanish. Chazanish says, if it's not meyuchat for, for smelling, you don't make a brocha. Number two, they tell you that our fruits don't have such a strong smell, and therefore that's not going to be the case. So I asked Rubizil, and I said, Rabbi, what do we do to Maisa? The Maisa, it's a whole bilbul over here. Well, yes, no, what do I do? So obviously, <laughs> I'm asking for Zil, right? He's a son of Rabbi and a son of Rabbi Shlomo Zaman who are both saying that the meaning is about you do. Right? So I said to him, I, the Chazanish, the Chazanish, the Chazanish was a Godlador, who was bigger than the Chazanish. He said to me like this. So he says to me, I'm going to Godlub Zulubach, we were very good to go to him not long ago. He said to me, I don't understand. He says to me, if you go to, go to the, if you go to the, if you go to the, um, he said to me, if you came to the Chazanish, and you say to the Chazanish, what do I do? The Mishnah says this, but you say something else. He told me the Chazanish, we'll tell my father, you go let like the Mishnah. That's what you told the Chazanish would say. If you have a fruit that has a good, of smell, you make a bracha on it. Like a yid does. Eli, are you with me? That's what you didn't do. We make a bracha before we smell. Right? Okay, now we know that. Next shiloh, my boy, is have today. Next shila. Benny, are you with me? What about food? Okay, so so forth about fruit. What about regular food? What about, let's talk, we'll start with number one? A fresh loaf of bread. A chala comes out of the oven. It's a shmak, David, right? Take the challah, the other, uh, freshly baked challah. There's nothing more, you know, getting ready for Shabbos kodesh, owning Shabbos, covered Shabbos, than a beautiful freshly baked challah. You make a bracha on that? It's on the fruit. It's on fruit. fruit. That's true. A fruit. That's true. A fruit. Good. New mm-hmm. Shimon, what do you tie now? You make a bracha on that? You have to know. You have to know. That is true. You do yeah. have to know because the Raman Reishit Zion, brings down a machlekas. The Raman Reishit Zion, says like this. Listen to the lotion of the Ramah, Rabbi. Say, you dull it. Raise the signs of you, you dull it. Yesh oymrim, damareach pas cham. If you smell hot bread. Yesh loy levorek shenosan reach toib papas. You make hanosan reach toib papas. That's pshat number one in the Ramah. Nochia, are you with me? Pshat number two. V'yesh oymrim, te'ein levorek alov. L'kach ein l'reach Boy Whoa. Says the Ramah. It's a machrek as if you do... Or do not make a bracha on freshly baked hot bread. Not that of freshly baked hot bread. Zug the ramah because we don't know what to do. Don't smell it. That's the psak of the ramah. Don't do it. Don't smell it because we don't. Says the mishnah Okay, but let's say I do. I want to smell it. So the meisa, I put it to my nose and I smell it. What do I do? Zug the mishnah You don't make a bracha. It's a severed bracha. You don't make a bracha. As always, the psak the meisa of the mishnah Okay, comes along. One second, comes along. Comes along the Heilig Ohrach Shulchan, and the Ohrach Shulchan says that when the Ramah over here says pass, it's lavdafga, and any tavtshil, any cooked item that has a nice smell would be the same thing. Which means, according to the Ohrach Shulchan, Rabbi said this is against many sauce, so I don't know how we're going to say this, but when you open up the crockpot or the pot, or the lid of the Heilig and you go, Ah, Shabbos koydash. The covered Shabbat. According to the Orach Chayim, if we say that every tavshin is the same as pas, and the are is by pas, it's a yesh yesh and therefore don't smell it, Zevi. It would come out that you shouldn't smell junt. for that same reason. Okay. So I asked Hagayna Gudla Reb Bezalel Ovach and I asked May Rebbe Rav Falk also, and I, asked, and I asked, what do I do? It's a Gabaldi Gazat. You, you, you know, your your wife, your mitzvah is going to make some gevuldege food, and you come home and you smell the gevuldege chicken or whatever she made for you know chicken soup. Ah, geschmack! What better Jewish smell is there in the world than Yiddish mama's chicken soup? And you give her a zash the schmek Git, It's a beautiful smell. I don't know, but according to Ohr Shulchan if you learn P'sha that it's pass. It's more in any tavshel, and the Rama's sucked by passes, don't smell it. It will come out that it's also. So a Falk and Reuven both told me the same thing and they want a taina maybe a The be'etzem is like pass be'etzem has a nice smell of a be'etzem and chicken soup they taina doesn't be'etzem have a nice smell you happen to like the smell because you know what it tastes like and you recognize the smell but it doesn't be'etzem intrinsically have a nice smell <laughs> by the way this would be the kasha if you walk into a bakery for example and you want to smell the freshly baked goods in the bakery you walk in they're making fresh bread Ah, are you allowed to do that? Are you allowed to do that? If there are masters, you're not allowed to smell freshly hot bread. So can I walk into the store and enjoy the smell that's in the store? So the Maisa, the Shulchanar brings, what happens if a person walks into a store that smells besomim, spices? So Allah is he has to make a bracha even if he has no kavana to enjoy the smell. Because the maisa they put it there for the smell purposes. Whereas, David, if you walk into the warehouse where they store it in order to take it from there to the store, you don't make a bracha. Why? Because then the kavana is not for the smell. Therefore, if that's the case, when you walk into a bakery, and the especially sma- smell of bread is 100% mutter, even the feed the ramah, to smell, because it's not there for the smell. I will tell you, I'm going to leave off today with two Shailas, okay? Because there's a lot more to discuss. We didn't get to coffee, we didn't get to a lot of shailahs. But before we get there, two shailahs. shiler number one. Shailah number one is like this. What happens, and this is a very, very important shailah. Starbucks told me because I called them up and I spoke to them and I asked them how exactly they run their store. They have a special spray that they spray in the air of freshly ground coffee. So what you're smelling is not necessarily actual real coffee, but it's the smell that they put into the air so that you will smell it and say, I need a coffee that's what it is right Everything's done with that right? There's a PR and advertising for everything you guys don't even khap. like McDonald's right I checked into this the reason why the McDonald's sign is red right with other colors also but it has red in it because red attracts a person and therefore it makes you oh I see McDonald's the sign automatically tells your brain right subconsciously I need to eat I need something right and by the way it's interesting because their mahalach is the benches in McDonald's are slightly tilted upwards so you're not you guys don't know this, but I checked into it, that you're not so comfortable because it's a fast food place. So if you spend too long there, you're going to stay too long. So everything is done with a khajban. So Starbucks coffee, has sprays. And Allah on side, guy asked me this Shaila in an chesid nearby here that he sells personally baked mazoinas and he wants to get this spray and he wants to spray it in order for people to go, hmm, those smell really, really good. I need one of those. And then he's going to buy it. So question number one, do you make a on an artificial smell? What about perfume and aftershave? It's artificial. What about that? And number two, is that called Gnei Vestas? we both safe tomorrow. Be'ez HaShem. for we'll discussion. Have a wonderful day.